SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Listening to Scott Wetzel will give you a bad taste in your mouth. You call these bagels? It's Bagels and Bad Beats with Scott Wetzel. Hour number two of our two-hour extravaganza. Yours truly, Scott Wetzel, sitting in, taking you right up until 7 a.m. Eastern time. Open phones this hour, 844-843-6879. Again, that's toll-free, 844-843-6879. couple things to get to. Got a couple of college football games. We'll run down the scores of those three games from the MAC last night. Got a couple of more NFL things to uh, get to, including the Detroit Lions. Oh, the Detroit Lions. <laughs> Only the Lions uh, can do what they did this past weekend after doing it the week before. Uh, delusional in Dallas, where it, it just never seems to end. I, I just I, I don't get the Dallas Cowgirls. I really I it's it's a head scratcher to me. Uh, same thing with CBS. Uh, two things with with CBS. One, I, I should know, but it's early on in the week, I suppose. Uh, and the other is just dumbfounding to, to me that uh, they're going to do this. But I am wondering what CBS is doing this weekend with the Masters as far as its NFL broadcast. Um, are they putting some NFL games on secondary channels? I can't imagine them putting the Masters on secondary channels, but we'll get into that. I'll explain that a little bit more. Uh, they must have been drunk in Milwaukee when they did this. And uh, Kevin Cash doubles down yesterday on the four-letter network, which is just, you know, what's that old saying about uh, do the same thing and expecting different results and, and uh, who's who's crazier, you know, the person that's doing the thing or expecting the thing you know, or whatever the case may be, whatever that saying goes, right? <laughs> uh, and then there's Kevin Cash on the four-letter network saying he has no regrets in the World Series. And I'm thinking to myself, man. Uh, you are either one stubborn SOB or you're just basically nuts. So got some good news for baseball fans, Mets in particular. We got some bad news for baseball fans, Tony, Luce, uh, Tony La Russa in particular. And, uh, you know, Mike Tyson's back at it again. He was submitting some things yesterday that uh, you talk about being a head scratcher. A good old Mike, you know, I got to tell you this. He, he's, you know, set new boundaries and new rules on how to promote a fight you know, with what he is doing. So a lot to get to hour number two. Bagels and Bad Beats, we got our poll question posted as well. Uh, we didn't do that yesterday, but we're back at it today. Odd team out in the college football playoffs. Who will be Notre Dame, Florida, BYU, Cincy, or the Big Ten team? Get your vote in. We'll update that a couple times throughout the show. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Bagel. Now, back to Bagels and Bad Beats with Scott Wetzel. Dak's our quarterback, and uh, I mean, we're so fired up about him, and uh, you know, him leading us in the future. And, uh, you know, it's like I said, we're focused week to week uh, right now on getting better each week. And certainly we're, we're fired up about our future with that. 
Well, they are just nuts in Dallas. I, I tell you, I, I, we've seen worse organizations. We've seen crazier owners uh, do some strange things before, right? I, but I don't get what's going on in Dallas at all. That was Stephen Jones, son of Jerry Jones, on his uh, weekly uh, 105.3, the fan down in Dallas appearance. That was from uh, today's, what, Wednesday? That, that was from Monday. Uh, and then Jerry went on yesterday and, and, and basically said the same thing. Um, I, I don't know if they're living. I don't know if the Cowboys and, and the Joneses family in particular is living in like a fantasy world or or I, or I don't know if they're trying to be. Are they smart or dumb? It's it's like Quint and Jaws. You know, is this fish smart or really stupid? I, you know, he said, Rue, I know this is a really smart fish. I'm not ready to jump to that conclusion in Dallas just yet. I'm not uh, because I don't know why they continue to say Dak Prescott will be their quarterback next year because he will be a free agent after this season. He can come and go as he pleases. Now, they could franchise him, but that's going to cost $40 million. And one thing with franchise tags is you have to fit that salary in your salary cap, the entire thing that one year. So that's hard enough to do at $40 million strike one, and it's twice as hard to do because there's going to be less money in the cap space because of the coronavirus and no fans in the stands and everything else. It's going to come you know, way down uh, next year. So now you're fitting a $40 million salary into a reduced cap. They would have to get rid of so many players. It, it, it would be almost impossible. Um, I heard a guy uh, yesterday saying it would be between 20 and 25 percent when you just think about and and it makes sense. I mean, not to be a genius, you know, the salary cap is going to be about 175 million bucks. He's going to be, you know, nearly 40 dollars, 40 million bucks to to, uh, put the franchise tag on him again. So, you know, 40 million out of 175. And there you go. You know, in in between 20 and 25 percent. You couldn't do it. You, You just couldn't do it. So they don't realistically hold all the cards, Dallas. I mean, Dak can get up and leave and just say, no, I'm not signing. You you know, you, know, you offer me $35 million, I'm asking for 40 plus. I don't care about the coronavirus. I don't care about this, that, what have you. I'm getting a $40-plus million deal. Now, you know, I don't know why the Joneses feel so adamant that they're going to re-sign Dak, you know, unless they're, you know, knowing they're going to give him the money. But if that's the case, why wouldn't they have given him the money last year? Why would they go through this year with all the nonsense this year? Jerry Jones yesterday, yes, you asked me if it's crazy to bring up the idea of drafting a quarterback in the first round, and I've answered it. Yes, it is. It's not the thing that we're talking about at all. Dak is our quarterback. We're so fired up. His son said the same thing about him and leading us into the future. I I, I just, I don't understand that. I I just don't understand, you know, if you're, again, that adamant that you ultimately know, okay, whatever he asked for, we're going to give it to him. Well, why didn't you just give it to him this past season then? Why would you, you know, franchise him and put $30 million on the table and now make it almost impossible to franchise him again? I I don't get it. You know, and if I'm Dak Prescott and I'm hearing these two bozos go back and forth about how I'm coming back and I'm sitting here saying, I don't know about that. You know, listen, I'm asking for, uh, you know, 37, 38, but I, I hear Jerry last week say I'm coming back. All right, now I'm going to ask for 39. Now I hear Stephen Jones say I'm definitely coming back. All right, now I'm going to ask for 41. Now I hear Jerry again this week say I'm definitely going to get re-signed. All right, now I'm asking for 43. I mean, every time one of these bozos says that I'm coming back, I'm up in my price, 2 million bucks. 
You know, thank goodness they don't have any more Joneses running in the family, running the family business here. Otherwise, you'd be up to 50 million. I mean, shut up already. Stop. You don't control this. I mean, and, and if you did, why would you be saying this? Why would you be telling Dak we're absolutely bringing you back? Even if you knew that, it doesn't make any negotiating sense to say that unless, and this is where the, uh, you know, is either one smart fish or one dumb fish comes into play. Unless they keep on throwing it out there, knowing that if it doesn't happen, they could later on say, listen, we were all on board. We, we wanted to bring him back. We've been saying it for months now. We, you know, we wanted to give him a decent salary. We offered him $35 million. We up to 36, 37. I mean, we, we just thought for sure, you know, we, we did our part and he's just being unreasonable in his requests. I mean, there's only so much a team can do. We may love him like a son, but you know, we're not going to blow up our salary cap. We can't do it. And, and then turn the tables and make Dak be the bad guy. Is that their goal? You know, is Jerry and Steven that smart to turn the tables and, and, and put this in Dak's lap? I don't know. I, I don't know if Jerry's that smart. You look at this football team and the record they've had over the last 10 plus years. You know, his commitment to, to Tony Romo. Uh, you know, his commitment to Jason Garrett. You know, what would make you think Jerry Jones really was that smart? Because he lucked into a couple of Super Bowls 20 years ago? Uh, I don't know. Other coaches, GMs, okay. You know, maybe I'd give them the benefit of the doubt, but I don't know about Jerry. I think this is Jerry just being dopey and his son being just as dopey, thinking that, okay, Dak, for some dopey reason, you know, is going to ask for $40 million last year, but all of a sudden he's going to reduce his price to $35 million this year. Why? Because he suffered an injury? I don't think so. I I, I would not think so. Um, so it's very it's very weird. I, you know, again, I don't think he's turning the tables and trying to put this into Dak's uh, lap. Now, it wouldn't be a bad strategy, but ultimately, if I'm a Cowboys fan, I'm saying, all right, I'm buying in, Jerry. I'm buying in, Steven. You keep on saying he's coming back. You know, when he walks, it's not going to be on him. It's going to be on you because you told me. You knew his asking price. You, don't tell me you offered him $35, $36, 37000000 million, and he was asking for 40 because you know he's asking for 40 plus right now when you keep on saying he's coming back. So if you're not willing to give him at least 40 plus, you know, I don't know what he ultimately is asking for. Maybe he just wants to get the heck out of there. You know, it's not a well-run machine. You got a, some prima donnas on there. You know, the head coach at this point doesn't know if he's coming or going. Um, you know, they got rid of the players coach and now they brought in a guy that the team thinks is a bozo. Whether you think so or not, you know, that's for a for debate, but the players clearly have no respect for Mike McCarthy. And, and maybe, you know, he just sees a 78 year old geezer as, as the owner that, that doesn't know if he's coming or going. And then uh, he's been there long enough, five plus years to realize that the, they're not a winning organization at this point. And maybe, maybe Dak just says, I want out of here. I just, I don't know, just, but this doesn't make sense. It really doesn't make sense. The Cowboys continuing to say that they're going to bring him back. How about CBS? You know, they're paying Tony Romo a million dollars basically a week to do an NFL game. Not a bad job. Not a bad gig if you can get it, right? A million bucks. Uh, $17 million a year. But that includes playoffs, so you throw in a couple of playoff games. So it's just under, but just for the sake of argument, basically a million dollars. They think so much of him that they're willing to give him absolute, without a shadow of a doubt, top dollar. Blows away what everyone else is making. Not even close, right? But this week, he's not doing a game. Why? 
because his usual broadcast partner, Jim Nance, will be doing the Masters. So he would have to hook up with another play-by-play guy. Now, 99 out of 100 people would say, so let him hook up with the Iron Eagle or one or the other. They'd all do a good job, right? Harlan, whatever. But not CBS. CBS, the same company that is agreeing to give this guy a million dollars to do a three-hour broadcast, is saying that he's not good enough to hook up with another play-by-play guy, and they're basically benching him this weekend saying, take the weekend off. They're giving him a million dollars to do nothing because they don't feel he's competent enough to work with another play-by-play guy? Really? That's all it takes? Is just Nance being out and Romo is so is, is such a boob he can't work with anybody else that you're going to bench the guy that you think is the greatest thing since sliced bread? Wow. A million dollars a weekend, basically. And, Tony, you can stay at home. I got to get back. I, I got to get back. All right, the baseball craziness. That is next right here, baby, for that SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You know, I'm not in this to be mediocre. You know, that's just not my thing. You know, I, I want something great. And I know the fans want something great. And so that's my goal, and that's, that's what I'm going to do. Well, you know, only one team wins the World Series every year, right? So that's a pretty high bar. But if I don't win a World Series in the next three to five years, you know, I'd like to make it sooner, then, then you know, obviously, you know, I would consider that slightly disappointing. This Wednesday morning, 25 past the hour. Here's truly Scott Weston sitting in, taking you right up until the top of the hour. A lot to get to this hour. That was new Mets owner Steve Cohen yesterday speaking to the media for the first time since being approved by uh, the other owners uh, last week as the new uh, majority owner uh, of the New York Mets. And I, I got to tell you, if you're a Mets fan, you, you got to love those words. You know, uh, he's from uh, Queens, uh, grew up a Mets fan, you know, buying his favorite team, no doubt has got to be a joy to him. He's a gazillionaire. You know, one of the richest men in the world, uh, you know, and how he got that money, you know, could be debated. But the uh, bottom line is he was approved. So he is the owner of the New York Mets. And uh, if that is an indication now, I don't think that's a good philosophy, uh, you know, to be telling the world. But if you're a Mets fan, you got to be loving that. Right. He's worth an estimated 14 billion. So if he's out there thinking he's going to bring the Mets a World Series within the next, what do you say, three to five years? You know, that means he's going to be <clears throat> spending some money. And that, that's something the Mets, listen, they weren't cheap, cheap, the Will Ponds. They were just conservative, we'll say. They were a little a little thrifty, but not cheap. They weren't the Pittsburgh Pirates. They're probably underrated as far as how much money they actually spent. They did spend some money. 
They just didn't spend it wisely. You know, that that's the bottom line with the Mets. And the Mets weren't, you know, the Mets were like a lot of organizations, unlike with the Stankies or Dodgers or Red Sox, uh, as a Red Sox fan, you know, that they can make mistakes and just, okay, you know, we pissed away $15, 20000000 million on this guy. He stinks. He's on roids. He's whatever. You know, pick a Yankee problem. And we'll just you know, buy somebody else. The Mets aren't like that. You know, they're like most teams where if they make a mistake, a $15, $20 million mistake, it's it's, it's going to affect them. You know, so whether it's a U.N. Cespedes re-signing uh, him or bringing on Robinson Cano, you know, they've not been able to eat, if you will, those contracts and go get somebody else like they should because they're just, you know, the fiscal responsible. It doesn't sound like Steve Cohen is going to be fiscal responsible, which is the biggest obstacle in him becoming the owner. I don't think the other owners really cared about his past and what he did with the stock market and everything else. I, I think it's that they didn't want a guy as rich as he is. You know, they're all rich. You know, maybe not $14 billion, but they're all in the billions, believe it or not. The Stankies, believe it or not, are one of the least richest. Is that a phrase? I think so. They're one of the least richest owners out there, believe it or not. You know, you go back to the original George Steinbrenner days with his shipbuilding. You know, he was not the richest owner. He spent money like he was, but he was at the, if you do the pecking order of owners in Major League Baseball, the Stankies are at the bottom, believe it or not. So they have billionaires. I mean, the guy that owns the Kansas City Royals, the, the glass blast guy, you know, he's as rich as rich can be. Same thing with the Pittsburgh Pirates, but do they spend money? No, they don't. Uh, they're, they're conservative. They base it on how much money the team brings in, not how much money I own and have and can spend. Doesn't sound like Cohen is going to be concerned about how much money he spends. Now, they can bring in some money, but, you know, living in New York for the last 40 plus years, for the most part, you know, a couple of little in New York, New Jersey, um, you know, went to college in Illinois, lived in Illinois, working at, uh, you know, uh, Sporting News Radio way back when, one-on-one sports uh, for seven, eight years. But otherwise, it's been, uh, you know, New Jersey, New York. Uh, the Mets have been second-class citizens in this city. Uh, area, except for the Daryl Strawberry, Dwight Gooden, 86 Mets. That, you know, four year or so period, uh, the Mets were kings and the Stankies were beneath them. Other than that, and I don't remember the 69 World Series, a little too young for that, but other than that, the Yankees have owned this area. Just, just abs- not even close. They've owned it. So I don't know if this guy's going to, you know, change that and, and spend money. You know, there's some guys out there they can acquire. Lindor's on the open market. Trevor Bauer, who I think would be horrible. I don't care what he says. I, I think he would be implode here in New York. Um, and there's a number of different, you know, people that uh, are available on the on the open market, whether it's trade or free agents. That I don't know if he spends it. You know, Major League Baseball. There's nothing you can do now. But if he just says, you know what, I don't care. I just, Salary cap? Who cares? Luxury tax? Who cares? I mean, that, that's chump change. I'm worth 14 billion. What do you think? I'm worried about a couple of million dollars luxury tax? Who cares? You know, um, if, if he has that philosophy, great for for the Mets. Uh, awful for Major League Baseball. You know, th- this weekend, I, and you know, we have conversations here. I, I don't, uh, you know, don't you know, repeat this, please. But I don't know all. Uh, at least not in the beginning. Eventually, I do. But. Um, you know, talking about Romo and CBS, I'm not sure what CBS is doing this weekend. Well, what do you mean, Scott? Well, they have the Masters, obviously. And normally the Masters is in April, so there's no concern about football. CBS has basically nothing going on in, in April, so uh, it's a clean slate. But not this year. This year, obviously, with COVID, the Masters is being played this weekend. 
So what is the NFL, what is CBS doing? This is the first time I can ever, ever remember this happening in the NFL. This weekend might be the first, at least, you know, within the last, uh, you know, 25 years, we'll say. 30 years, maybe. And what's that? A little pop quiz, a little popcorn radio uh, that you could, uh, you know, maybe win a bet with your coworker. There are more 4 o'clock games this week than 1 o'clock. Yep. You have 1, 2, 3, 4, 5 1 o'clock games, and you have 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 4, you know, 425, 430, whatever games. I don't ever remember that happening. Never. Or at least not for a long, well, never, I'll just say never, you know, even way back when, you know, watching football in the seventies, you got basically three games at four o'clock, like you generally do now, you know, there might be a weekend where you get four, you know, early on in the season, you know, we've had five, but we've never, not that I remember ever have had more four o'clock games than one o'clock games. That's strange. And I don't know what CBS is going to do. This is the part that I don't know. And and maybe there's someone out there that does know. CBS obviously does the Masters. I thought there would be no 4 o'clock games on CBS. But there are. It's, uh, in fact, Denver, Oakland, you know, uh, excuse me, LA, Raiders, or Las Vegas, (laughs) strike three. Uh, Denver at the the Raiders is on CBS at 4 o'clock. Chargers at Miami's at 4 o'clock. Buffalo's at Arizona at 4 o'clock. And then the one o'clock, you have all Fox stuff. So Fox is doing all five games at one. And then CBS is doing those three games at four. So my question is, what is, five, what is CBS doing for the Masters in Miami, uh, L.A., you know, Buffalo, Arizona, Seattle, and L.A. again with the Rams? Uh, actually, the Rams are uh, that, that game's on Fox. So, but, uh, you know, in Denver and in Las Vegas, L.A. with the Chargers, Miami, Buffalo, and Arizona with Phoenix. Uh, are they not televising the Masters in those cities? Are, are they putting, you know, because 4 o'clock, Masters is not going to be over. I mean, it, it's, you know, you know the, the, the final round for the leaders that they generally tee off around 1.30, you know, 2 o'clock. So they're not even going to be close to being over. Would CBS is CBS putting these games? I mean, there's three of them. There's not even one, so you couldn't even say they're going to be putting it on CBS Network. Are they going to be putting the Masters, the vaunted, the much heralded Masters, on CBS Sports, like the 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 CBS Sports channel that you see some of their college football games, that secondary channel? Um, so I don't know. I real I don't know what they're doing. Uh, I don't. I don't you know. I can't imagine them not televising the Masters on CBS, right? The main network. So I'm a little curious to see where we're going to get these football games. Uh, You know, listen, I have uh, the package, so it's going to be there regardless of what channel it is on your cable service. But uh, that is a little weird, right? I mean, I I don't know. the. I'll find out. I'm sure we'll know more by the end of the week. But uh, the fact that they don't have any 1 o'clock games, so I guess they're going to pick up the televised, uh, you know, at 11, 12 o'clock, I imagine, on Sunday, and then break away uh, and flip over to, you know, CBS Network. Is, is that what they would do in, in, in those six cities, areas? Kind of strange. But anyway, no big deal, but just a little curious 
you know, you're going to have to fiddle around a little bit uh, this weekend and try and find uh, your either football game or your, uh, you know, your, your golf action. All right, a couple of things here before we go to the phones. Uh, 844-843-6879. Um, I don't know if this guy was drunk or just stupid, but they had the American League and National League Manager of the Year awards uh, announced yesterday, and uh, Kevin Cash got it in the American League. That's fine. Uh, Don Manley got it in the National League. That's fine. 30 voters. One guy voted Craig Council as manager of the year of the Milwaukee Brewers. Craig Council. Are you kidding me? The Milwaukee Brewers? You want to reward a guy? Not uh, Brian Snedeker of the, uh, of, the, of the Braves. Not Jace Tingler of the Padres. Not maybe David Ross of the Cubs. You want to reward the, the manager of the Milwaukee Brewers, a team that had two less wins than Miami, despite Miami losing 100-plus games last year? You want to reward the, the Milwaukee team that finished two games under 500? You want to reward the Milwaukee manager whose team wouldn't have made the postseason this year if not for the expanded playoffs? This is why I don't put any credence into these type of awards, i.e. Mike Trout. When you get Bozo that think Craig Council is the manager of the year in the National League. He should be fired from this job. He really SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Try my disgusting bagel. Yeah, back to bagels and bad beats with Scott Wetzel. I don't think our, our confidence is shaken uh, one bit. I think it's playing night games and getting better prepared for them that the day of the game, you know, it's a recurring theme on all three night games is three and out and give up a touchdown. So um, I've got to do something in our preparation to change that. And, uh, but I don't think our confidence is shaken. No. The uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers to take on the Carolina Panthers uh, this weekend. No word if Christian McCaffrey is going to play. That would uh, certainly help their confidence if, in fact, he did not play. So, uh, Bucks and Panthers, that's one of the four uh, 1 o'clock games. You know, they actually have a couple of games that could be moved to 1 o'clock, right? I mean, the Miami game's at, in Miami, so that could be a 1 o'clock game. Raiders, no, and then the uh, Cardinals, no. But it's a very, uh, very strange schedule this weekend. We'll have to figure out what they're uh, they're going to do. So 844-843-6879. Again, 844-843-6879. I get into the Tony La Russa stuff here. Got some Mike Tyson news I want to get to and uh, one or two other little tidbits before we are through. Let's go to the phones. Though. We'll get started with our good buddy Andy in San Antonio, who joined us on the Bagels and Bad Beats Wednesday morning. What's up, Andy? How are you today, bud? Doing good, my friend. Doing good. Everything going good with you, Mr. Scott? 
I'm a little sore, uh, you know. As you know, as Andy's one of our podcast uh, guys. I, I got the wood the other day, and I moved some more big logs yesterday. And uh, that's a, that's a young man's game, Andy. I got to tell you, I my 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 arms are sore, my legs are sore, <laughs> my back is sore, and that, that's just looking at the wood. Never mind actually moving it. <laughs> so yeah, all, all good. I'll though. tell you what, yeah. Hauling wood, stack wood, cutting wood, chopping wood. That ain't that ain't no joke. I don't care how old you are. I think it's a it's a full day's work. Yeah, it ain't no doubt. Now, let me ask you a question, Scotty. You know, old Jerry Jones, you know, you know, there's always been a fun clip that we always like to play down here in Texas. Jerry Jones said years back, just because I say it doesn't mean I mean it. You know, I promise you. He's saying all the right things. He's saying all the right things. He's got, he's got, he's got uh, Stephen Jones, him and him. They're, man, they're saying the right things. They're doing all the right things. Just cause, you know, don't mean crap. He's saying that just because I don't I, I don't understand. I don't know why an owner and a VP or whatever. Basically, Stephen Jones, all he does is sign contracts. He's got that long, about 35-word title. He just signs contracts and stuff like that. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah they, they're the saying all the right things about. Oh, yeah. It's something, you know, yeah. It takes, you know, you have to go get a drink of water and take a breath after you pronounce the name of, of his title of what he does for the team. But, you know, just saying all the right things. And that way, you know, it, Jerry Jones has been notorious for leaking things to the media where in the co- negotiation um, tactics with the players. That way he can drive them down and all this stuff. And he did that last year with Dak. He did that with – he tried to do that with Zeke, even though it didn't pay off because he still paid. And so, you know, he's saying all the right things. But I don't, I don't buy it. Now, could he ultimately still sign him? Yeah, because Jerry Jones does dumb things. You know, we are, and he does stupid things. And could he sign into a long-term deal? Yeah. Could he sign into a record, you know, record time deal that would be dumb? Yeah. But I, I think there's all, all part of it, all part of his little ploy that he likes to do. Because I don't, I don't buy it. You Wouldn't know, I, now I will say Andy? Jerry Jones is free. Wouldn't the Cowboy fan? Wouldn't the Cowboy fan if if they don't sign him? Wouldn't the Cowboy fan then go back to Jerry and say, "Hey, hey what happened? You, you've been telling us for months now you're going to resign him, resign him, resign him. You and your son, and, and you don't resign him. Wouldn't they hold Jerry accountable for that, or no? Well, see, Cowboys fans are starting to look at Jerry Jones like the Raiders looked at Al Davis towards the end. Uh, He's an old, seed out old man, and we don't basically. Half the Cowboys fans want Jerry out of there anyways. So it, it, Jerry could sit there and sign Roger Stahlback in his prime, and Cowboys fans are going to sit there and hold it against Jerry Jones because most, most of the thinking Cowboys fans can't stand Jerry Jones. They think he sold, sold his soul to the devil to win three championships, and then, of course, he ran Jimmy, uh, ran two championships with Jimmy, ran him out of town, and won it with Barry Switzer with Jimmy's team. So Cowboys fans don't matter what Jerry does. They think they're going to they're gonna hold it against him. If he doesn't sign him, they're going to hold it against him if he does sign him, saying that's a stupid con. The thinking Cowboys fan, because it's we Jerry Jones is basically he's an overpriced, overexposed cheerleader mascot. That's all he is. So I mean, uh, they, yeah, they yeah, still, they're going they, to. Hmm? They still haven't gotten over, uh, you know, uh, Jimmy Johnson being run out of town, huh? Well, that's amazing. Oh no, no, I tell you, guys, got my that's my generation, generation right. before me. me too. Can't ain't can't get a, a can't get a can't get over Stallback or can't get over right. Tom Landry. 
He sat there and ran yeah. Tom Landry out of town and fired Tom Landry. Now they gave him they forgave him a little bit temporarily when he got Jimmy and Jimmy won all the titles. Did he did the same thing to Jimmy because he's a media whore and he wanted all the credit instead of just being the owner. So yeah, uh, Cowboys fans, you know, none of us, yeah, we can't get over. We we have yet to get over. And I'll go one fourth. Cowboys won't ever sniff a Super Bowl, let alone win one, while Jerry Jones is still off. And then you think, okay, he's going to die pretty soon. Well, it's going to be the same old thing with Steven. Yeah. You know, and we sit there and try to, we try to get credit with Will McClay. Well, you know, Will McClay's basically their GM. <laughs> That's not without being said. Well, Mc, Will McClay hasn't done with a crap. You know, he's, 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 he drafted horrible, horrible he drafted, made horrible draftees. So it's, it's, it's all, it's, until Jerry Jones releases the power, which he's never going to do. Stephen Jones releases power. It's going to be the same most, same most. It could be another 25 years before the Cowboys even think about winning the Super Bowl. So it's a lot of us are indifferent with the Cowboys. We all root for them. I mean, we all like them and stuff like that, but we're, it's, it's, it's becoming where we're indifferent. Love and hate. Wow. You got to either love the Cowboys, they love rating, hate the Cowboys, the Cowboys love people that hate them. A lot of people are becoming indifferent with them because of Jerry Jones, because of stuff that he does. Wow. So Good. that's Good it. Oh, I mean, <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Uh, all right, man. Appreciate it. Andy. Uh, there you go. It is funny, you know, when you when you think about it. You know, good job, Andy. You know, if you're in your 50s, 60s, and 70s, you hate uh, Jerry because you're, you're right. You, you ran uh, Tom Landry uh, and Roger Staubach out of town. If you're in your 30s and 40s, you hate uh, Jerry because you ran Jimmy Johnson out of town. And then now if you're in your 20s uh, or teens, you may hate Jerry Jones if you don't re-sign Dak Prescott, if you're a big believer in Dak. So every every generation – the Joneses family has had uh, an ability to piss you off. So that is kind of funny. Um, you know, that that's one of those unique things. You know, it, it sounds like, you know, what New Yorkers lived through with the with, with the Steinbrenner family, with George, and not so much to Hank. Uh, you know, kind of that love-hate relationship. Uh, most Stanky fans would have said, get rid of George. Just because of all the firings, they appreciated him spending money, but just his craziness and Billy Martin and Yogi Berra and everything else. Uh, whereas the other half said, well, at least he's, he's spending money and he's trying to win. So it's, it's kind of a love-hate relationship. But that is kind of funny how he pissed off every generation. <laughs> that is funny. Uh, so are the uh, Detroit Lions. You want to talk about funny. Uh, nice job by uh, a couple of tweeters who pointed out that the Lions only had 10 players on the field this past week when Dalvin Cook decided to run for 70 yards and give Minnesota the lead. Which, you know, all right, that that happens. No big deal, Scott. Every once in a while, right? The Dopey Jets put 12 guys on the field. What's worse, 10 or 12? I guess uh, I guess 10 because 10, they actually can run the play. 12, they won't. But someone else pointed out that uh, there were at least two other occasions the week before against the Colts that the Lions also only had 10 defenders on the field. So, you know, you can lose... You know, it's like golf. You know, you can play poorly but play fast, or you could uh, play great and play uh, slow. You, you can't play slow and, you know, uh, shoot poorly. You, you can't do that. You got to do one or the other. You know, if you're Matt Patricia, you know, you can lose games, but you got to have self respect. Uh, you'll survive a little bit. But if you're a joke and you lose games, you, you're not going to survive. I mean, you got 10 guys on the football field, and you're supposed to be the defensive genius. You know, you're the defensive wizard that came over from New England. Uh, and you don't even know how many guys are on the football field. I, th that is just crazy. You know, j just they only had 10 guys on the field and Cook goes off after having uh, only 10 guys at least a couple of times, probably more than right against the Colts. It's going to be a crazy offseason. You think about think about the the absolutes that, you know, you know, not, nothing's 100 percent, but 
the guys that are going to get fired in the NFL, right? You, you got Matt Patricia in the Lions. I would be very, very surprised if he survived this year. Uh, Adam Gase, you know, was out with the Jets. Uh, Doug Marone, you know, was out with Jacksonville. Uh, Anthony Lynn, to a lesser extent, but I don't think he's going to survive it with the uh, Chargers. The way he's lost games this year, blowing double-digit lead after double-digit lead after double-digit lead, I, I don't think he's surviving. Uh, Romeo Cronell, you know, no fault of his own. He's just an interim head coach. I don't think they're going to give him the job on a full-time basis. Uh, perhaps the same thing with Raheem Morris in Atlanta. They are three and one. You know, maybe he would get a crack if, if they, you know, continue to play well. Um, to a lesser extent, I don't know. Is, is Matt Nagy in Chicago? You know, is he going to take the fall for the offense being as bad as it is? You know, they made the playoffs a couple of years ago, two straight years now, would not make in the postseason, and that offense just being atrocious. You know, would owners, you know, hold him accountable? Don't know. There's been some buzz about Mike Zimmer, which I, I think would be the worst out of all the firings. Uh, I, I think he's done a pretty good job. I, you know, I, I don't know what kind of say he has on giving uh, the ridiculous money they gave to Kirk Cousins. Uh, but you know, that aside, you know, I, you know, I know they haven't gone over the top and everything, but, uh, I would be surprised if he got fired, but uh, you know, you, you never know. Uh, maybe his time is, is up there. So you have, I think absolute five. And then out of those three, Morris, Nagy and Zimmer, you know, I, I bet you get at least one. So you're going to have a good five, six openings in the NFL th this year. Um, you know, so. But the Lions, you know, with the 10 players on the field and stuff, th that's funny. Th that is just comical. Um, Kevin Cash doubled down yesterday. Don't know if you saw this story. He was on the four-letter network, and they were just talking about, you know, what happened in the World Series and uh, blowing that one nothing lead against the Dodgers when he takes uh, Blake Snell out of the game. You know, he got criticized, as he rightfully should have. You know, Dodgers end up winning it 3-1. They win the World Series. So... You know, he was asked, you know, you're looking back there, Skip, uh, what, do, what do you think? You, you made a mistake, you know, no big deal, but what do you think? And, boy, he would not re he would not admit he made a mistake. Says, in fact, I'd make the same decision again. Uh, let's just hope for, uh, you know, a better outcome. But that being said, uh, he respects everyone's opinion on it, but uh, that's what we do. We pride ourselves on getting, uh, you know, favorable matchups uh, as much as possible. And in that moment, we thought that was the best matchup. I, the, that always doesn't work, and, and certainly that one didn't. But I think we have to stick to our thoughts and the information that is provided and do what's best to help the team win. Boy, you know, for a guy that just won the American League, you know, Manager of the Year award, he, he just he doesn't get it. He, he just doesn't get it. You know, we all make mistakes. Uh, we all think that it, it's up and when it's down or it's left and when it's right. And, and you think it's this, but it's that. I mean, that, that just that's life. We all make mistakes, except, of course, me. But, you know, to think that you made a mistake that cost you the World Series and you're not smart enough to realize that, you know, it, it's like uh, I'll quote Jaws again, you know, uh, Quint with Hooper on the boat. Uh, when they're trying to figure out what fish he has on the line and Quint thinks it's the shark and Hooper says, no, it was just a flounder or whatever. Uh, and he says, well, you know, Quint tells Hooper, you know, we did learn one thing. And what's that? He said that uh, your, your educated folks aren't smart enough to realize whenever they make a mistake. Same thing here. You know, Kevin Cash isn't smart enough to realize when he made a mistake. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's Blake Snell, Kev. You know, you have to make exceptions to the rules. I get it. Those are the rules. Uh, but you don't take your best pitcher out of the game when he's a Cy Young Award winner and he is losing.
Easy. I don't care what the rules say. And for you not to realize that now even, boy, that's stupid. That, 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 they'll never win that with Kevin Never. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Shop. Let's see if we can find a winner for you today. We got three more MAC games uh, later on tonight. Central Michigan, Northern Illinois, Eastern Michigan, Ball State. Uh, we're going to head to uh, Western Michigan hosting Toledo. We're going to go with the uh, uh, Western Michigan Broncos laying three against Toledo as our play of the day. Go Western Michigan. A couple of stories here that we'd have time to delve into. Uh, Terry Francona, manager of the Cleveland Indians, uh, beset with uh, health issues, blood clots, and everything else, says he does want to manage next year. NBA Board of Governors voted to approve the 72-game the, the schedule. I mean, that was basically set in stone, but they had to approve it. How about Mike Tyson? You know, normally the rhetoric before a boxing match is, oh, I hate this guy. I want to kill this guy. This guy's nuts. I'm better than him. But, you know, we've heard it a thousand times. Uh, but Mike Tyson trying to promote uh, his fight against Roy Jones Jr. later this month uh, was telling his podcast, Hot Boxing, B-O-X-I-N, nice, uh, nice English, uh, that he was reminiscing on the time he uh, used a uh, a fake uh, penis and used his baby's urine to pass a drug test. Yeah, that's a that's a heck of a way to promote your fight. Uh, NHL is considering a temporary realignment for teams for the upcoming season, keeping all the teams in Canada because of the difficulties of traveling back and forth to the United States. So NHL is already making, you know, uh, you know, do with what could be another crazy year. Not big on pissing on a guy's grave. So we didn't get into Tony La Russa stuff too much, but uh, you read some of the details of his arrest at DUI uh, last year or earlier this year, actually, just uh you know, for a guy that's been pretty critical of others, you read some of the detail, just uh, not a good look for baseball, not a good look uh, at all. And then there's some talk in uh, the NBA about the Phoenix Suns wanting to acquire CP3 in a trade. Guy makes $41 million this upcoming season, 44 the next year, $85 million. Wow. And sad news out of Boston as Tommy Heights passed away. One of the all-time, all-time announcers. Have yourselves a great Wednesday. We'll talk to you tomorrow right here at Big Ben. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
Build digital-first customer relationships with Salesforce Digital 360. Connect every marketing, commerce, and digital experience on a single platform. Innovate fast with easy-to-launch sites, campaigns, and apps. That's more relationships, more revenue, more return, and more success. Salesforce Digital 360. Hear from our customers at sfdc.co slash digital 360.